A reading from John 7, 32-39. The Pharisees heard the crowd whispering such things about him. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees sent temple guards to arrest him. Jesus said, I am with you for only a short time, and then I am going to the one who sent me. You will look for me, but you will not find me, and where I am you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go that we cannot find him? Will he go where our people live, scattered among the Greeks, and teach the Greeks? What did he mean when he said, You will look for me, but you will not find me, and where I am you cannot come? On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scriptures has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. So here we see the tension building between Jesus and the Pharisees. And I find this tension interesting because what Jesus says about the Pharisees in the Gospel of Matthew, he's talking to the disciples and he says, listen to the Pharisees because they sit in the seat of Moses. In other words, they sit in the seat of teaching authority. But then he says, but don't do what they do because they don't practice what they preach. And so here, the Pharisees, the ones that understand the law, that understand God, these are the very ones that are opposing God's son. And what do they miss out on? Well, Jesus, he says right here, he says, let anyone who's thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, uh, rivers of living water will flow from within them. So these men in their opposition to Jesus, they're missing out on this promise of the Holy Spirit that's to come. And it just grieves me. It makes me sad, honestly, because the very ones that should have gotten it totally miss out on what God has for them. Is there any relationship between cluelessness and skepticism? (laughs) Yes, I think so. But often I think skepticism is rooted in not cluelessness, but in maybe too much knowledge. Does that make sense? Interesting. For example, Eric, we, we live in the information age. We have access to more information ever than ever in history. But we're not the most knowledgeable generation, that's for sure. Because information is not knowledge, and knowledge is not wisdom. Just because you have access to information does not make you a wise person. Yeah, I've uh, actually written about this in my book, Signposts, um, about the, 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 the arrogance, actually, that comes from the kind of knowledge that, uh, the, the, I mean, we're, we're experiencing what we would consider miracles, uh, but the miracles are kind of like just sitting there, you know, like my computer. I'm looking at my computer right now, mm-hmm. and it's just sitting there, and, I, it, and, and then I start operating it, but really what it's doing in, in reality, it's eating up time. Mm-hmm. I, I go into YouTube and I, I, I look up and an hour has passed and I've gained nothing, <laughs> mm-hmm. nothing, nothing at all. 
Uh, I don't feel that way when I'm in scripture. Mm. Uh, I think that, you know, what you, you kind of had three levels and it ends in wisdom. And what is wisdom exactly? Uh, you know, because wis- wisdom is, you know, having, you know, getting to the point where discernment uh, comes into play on every kind of decision you have to make. And sometimes they're flash decisions, sometimes they're long-term decisions. But there is, uh, you're, you're before the result, you know, you're, the consequences of your action uh, are only going to be manifested after the action has taken place. Mm-hmm. So it takes wisdom to avoid uh, catastrophe. Mm. But the computer really doesn't do that. No. Yeah, I think about what uh, Roman Catholic priest Thomas Kempis once said. He said, indeed, it is not learning that makes a man holy and just, but a virtuous life that makes him pleasing to God. 